This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Our guy Willie calling from the Pacific Ocean. So we got to get to him before you know he just drifts away. Uh, Doby Gray style. I was devoted to Cheryl Taft in the sixth grade. I finally scored a date, my first date ever. Roller skating party after school. Let's go. Pedal my swim bike home, change into my best leisure suit, rolling down the driveway. My three bully sisters grab me, throw me on the ground, and cover me from head to toe with mom Chanel number five. Now I'm thinking, okay, this is bad. I hop on my bike. I'm paddling back to school. I'm like, that's not so bad. I don't smell nothing. I get back to the roller skating party. I walk in. I'm like, hey, what's that? It smells catching up with me. I stop walking. Now it's on me. Cheryl Tat takes one look at me. She smells me. She turned around, broke my heart, disappointed ever since. You stink. Pulling on on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. However you found us on this Love Friday we're glad you did. We're presented by Progressive. Love Friday. <laughs> presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. There for the Crimson Tides battle with LSU tomorrow night. I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. You can see me on SportsCenter AM, 7 a.m. Eastern on ESPN tomorrow. And uh, you can join the conversation. Man, it's been a fun one. It has been so fun on the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number. 888-729-3776. In honor of this huge week in the NFL or maybe a game or two that we've been hyping up might disappoint, but what's the biggest event in your life that has disappointed you the most? We want non-sports. We talked about produce last hour. Talked about potential stalking last hour. Cantaloupes. Talk, yeah, everything. Cantaloupes, all sorts of Fruit all is sorts good. Of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fr- fruit is good for the yeah. body. Potential car crashes. Just events in your life. I'll tell you this. I can't listen to Dirks Bentley now. I got in a car accident. I backed into a car in my dad's Cadillac Eldorado listening to Dirks Bentley, and it's been bad luck for me ever since. And it was one of those, it was on base. It was at Coronado Naval Base in San Diego, and I was using the gym, which is such a humbling experience. I was 21, and that's where the, the Navy SEALs train. So they were in there throwing, like, massive weight around, and I'm, I'm like, you guys done with the 25s? I'm like, I got some curls I got to do. And, and, I'm, and then I go to back out, and I just crunched a car behind me, and I was like, do I leave a note? And I'm looking around, and there are all these like high and tight haircuts watching me. Like you are going to do the right thing here, and that would be a disappointing event in my life because I can't drive a Cadillac, can't listen to um, <laughs> to Turks Bentley. Uh, so call in. We want non-sports stories. But Harry, the the game that I don't think is going to disappoint really because it could go any which way in Frankfurt on Sunday morning. Dolphins and Chiefs. Miami hasn't beaten anybody this year. Not anybody good. How important is this for Miami to show that they can hang with and beat a good team? It's a big game for the Miami Dolphins with a lot on the line. Number one, you look at the AFC East and where they stand right now. They're the best team. They're leading, you know, that division. You want to continue to keep a nice little lead by winning this football game. Also, when you look at the AFC as a conference, when it comes down to the end of the year, you want to be in the running for the number one seed. Who are you probably going to – going to be contending with it's probably going to be the Kansas City Chiefs right they're a team that's had the number one seat the last five uh five years since Patrick Mahomes became the starting quarterback for that football team also I just think when you look at the Miami Dolphins right and they were banged up the last few weeks they're starting to get guys back Jalen Ramsey's going to be back in this matchup I, I really want to see him. I call the Patriots and Dolphins game and seeing him in person get that interception and always almost taking it back to the house was a thing of beauty to be able to witness. I want to see how he's going to match mm-hmm. up with Travis Kelsey, right? Travis Kelsey is one of the best pass catchers, whether we're talking about receiver or tight ends in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. He's the best tight end in the, in, in the business. He's been what Jamar Chase talked about, 7-11 and always being open. Uh-huh. He's what 
Uh, Jamar Chase is the Cincinnati, but to the Kansas City Chiefs, and he has been, right? Consistent year in and year out. Even though you may have the perfect defense call, he still finds a way, and Patrick Mahomes connects with him. Both of these defensive lines, right, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they're tied for second right now with in sacking the quarterback, and then you have the Miami Dolphins that are tied for fourth right now in that category. So I think it's imperative that both offensive, both offensive lines in which Miami's banged up a little bit, so can Chris Jones in that defensive line take advantage of the Dolphins in that category? We know Tua Tagovailoa, when he's protected, he's going to carve up a defense. When he hasn't been protected, that's when bad plays happen. That's when the losses have come for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I want to see that uh... – I want to see that Tua can spin it in a in not in a hostile work environment, but certainly an outdoor, going to be cold, going to be a, a, a defensive test. I want to see that he can spin it against the best defense a Hill have faced this season. All due respect to Buffalo, but Kansas City, by a lot of metrics, is in you know a top two or three defense this season. So that's what I want to see from Tua. I want to see him play on time. I want to see him get the ball out. I want to see him find his playmakers. And what I what I know is Tyreek Hill is one of those playmakers. And we heard from Tyreek this week uh, talking about, you know, among other things, the fact that he's going against his former team, right? He's going against a team that drafted him and then the team that sent him away in that trade before last season. So here's Tyreek talking about going against the Chiefs. It doesn't really matter where we play at. I mean, obviously, it would have been great to play in KC, but it really doesn't matter where we play at. You feel me? They're going to get this work wherever, though. <laughs> and I know that. I believe that, Harry. You hear that, and you you think what? No, I just get excited. I love every bit of it. You talk about an alpha male knowing that you are that dude. Mm. That's basically what Tyreek Hill is displaying. He don't care where we play. He doesn't care who you have on the other side. He knows whoever's on that defense going to get that work. And let me name <laughs> guys. LeJarrius Sneed, Trent McDuffie, Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson. All you guys' antennas better be up. Because, see, a lot of those guys in that secondary, and he practices against this defense a lot. You know, some of those guys were, you know, young last year. But there was a point in time where Tyreek Hill was over there, and they were, he was going against those guys every day in practice. Mm-hmm. And he probably did his thing, and he knows a lot more than a lot of people probably know right now about going against those guys. So uh, it's going to be a thing of beauty to be able to see two offenses, right, that, that are very different in my opinion. And I say that because when you look at Kansas City, you look at their two losses – I can easily sit up here and say two of the losses, one of the main reasons have come from that wide receiver room. Where you look at last week versus Denver, where you had the muff punt by Miko Hartman. You have the drop yeah. touchdown by Sky Moore. You also have a drop pass by Rasheed Rice. And also Marquez Valdez-Scantley fumbling the football. You look at week one, and Kadarius Toney had a rough one, right? Mm-hmm. Through, even though not having Travis Kelsey, you still had an opportunity to win that game, but the receiver room didn't step up. And particularly it was, you know, Kadarius Tony, but yeah, I, I just think this is going to be a game one that we remember because of the stakes being so high, and Tyreek Hill going against his former football team in the Chiefs. It's Harry Douglas, Randy Scott, Freddie, and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman on his own show here. You look at Kansas City's offense and how they get back on track, and you just touched on the fact that the wide receiver room has to step up, and maybe that is what you want to see, but what do we know about a Kansas City offense? I'm going to throw these numbers out at you real quick. Nine points last week, five turnovers last week. 
They are tied for the second most turnovers in the National Football League. They have 16 this season. Only the Browns have more. And Patrick Mahomes has eight interceptions. That's tied for the second most in the NFL. And he's been intercepted in six of eight games. So how does this offense get back on track against the Dolphins offense that you figure you have to line up for a track meet against? I'll say you got to be able to run the football, number one. But like we mentioned, that wide receiver room, when the plays are there to be made, you got to make them. And, of course, you every offensive coordinator, when you get up in the room for that week and you go through your offensive must, the number one thing that's on there is no turnovers. We must take care of the football. And that's very important to having success in the National Football League. I don't care how good you are or how good your quarterback is if you consistently turn the football over, in which they had five last week. It's going to be hard to win in this league if you're turning the football over at a mm-hmm. high rate like that. All right. All right, Andy Reid was talking about the one thing, the one thing that his offense is lacking, it turns out, a little bit of everything. More consistent. That's what we need. You know, we've got some good things that we're doing, putting up a lot of yards, but getting into the end zone becomes important, not turning the ball over, basic fundamentals. We've got to take care of that. It's my responsibility to get that done. We're working on it. We'll try to get ourselves better this week. All right, consistency. Consistency for the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's get back to our uh, Dr. Pepper call in line question. Uh, 888-SAY-ESPN is the number, 888-729-3776. But in honor of this massive week in the NFL, what's the biggest event in your life that disappointed you the most? And if you got a non-sports angle on this, we will listen. Dwayne in Alabama. Dwayne, you're on ESPN Radio. It was 1994, junior prom. <laughs> My kindergarten sweetheart. We had on black tuxedos, and she had a fuchsia dress. I had a little fuchsia tie and cummerbund. Oh, let's go. The night was going great. And then night, guys, she left me and went with another guy. Oh, no. Hey, no. it gets better. It gets better. I it hope gets so. better. Fast forward two years later, you know, we go to college. We off to, you know, our school. You know, I see her on the yard. And, you know, we need to work on this thing. Guess what, guy? Then she turns up pregnant by another guy. You know what? Hey, I'm glad I had my rabbit's foot in my pocket. <laughs> that lucky, <laughs> lucky rabbit's foot in the pocket. Um, yeah. Man. Oh. Okay. Dodge, you could say the one that got away, dodged a bullet, addition by subtraction. I don't know. She left with another guy. I know. Man, that got to be devastating. I got our guy Dwayne. Our guy Dwayne. Like, we're on Team Dwayne, so – Whoever this other guy was had to be a dad at 20. Like, I don't know, man. I think Dwayne dodged it. I think Dwayne came out the big winner. <laughs> Dwayne's man. the big winner. Reminder, call in. It's 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The biggest event that disappointed you the most. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. At progressive.com. Oh my goodness! To the end zone, highlight reel! I've got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. Oh, baby! Give me everything you got! With Freddie and Harry. Oh, hit that music, hit that music. All right, we are focusing on, and we have continued to do that. We focused on the Germany game, we focused on the Cowboys and the Eagles, and we'll get to that. Battle in Philadelphia in a second. Let's get to a bird battle in Baltimore, though. The NFL questions and answers. So it's going to ask Harry, what do you know? What do you need to see? Let's get to that first game. Seahawks and Ravens. 
Harry, let's start with what you know. What do you know about the Seahawks at Ravens? Uh, I know that the Baltimore Ravens, from a defensive perspective, have been solid across the board this year. You look at a team that's top-notch when it comes to sacking the quarterback. They are allowing the least amount of points per game from their opponents, and they just have been playing at an all-time high, starting with their linebacker, Roquan Smith. Now, what I want to see in this matchup is from the quarterback position for the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith. How is he going to fare up against that defense? That's what I want to see on Sunday, Randy. All right, what I know is Seattle has struggled against defenses that have pulses. They've fed Arizona. They've fed on the L.A. Rams. Like they've, they've been able to put up points certainly in their own building, but they go cross-country, 1 p.m. kick in Baltimore against the Ravens defense for all the reasons you just outlined, Harry, that it's going to keep a lot of people on that coaching staff up at night. And there's also the fact that Lamar Jackson is 17-1 against the NFC in his career. So what do I need to see? I need to see a better all-around performance from DK Metcalf, from Tyler Lockett, from Jackson Smith and Jigba, maybe Jake Bobo, whoever it is, somebody needs to step up and make a play against a Ravens secondary that is going to test them and is going to try to get inside their heads. And we saw that uh, for uh, DK Metcalf where he's, he can kind of get in his, in his own head. Like you can, you, can, you, you can psych him out. You can make him commit personal fouls. Like he's got to stay within himself and stay on the field in this game and, and not contribute penalties for Seattle. So I want to see that. That's what I need to see. Let's get to the next game. Giants at Raiders. I mean, it's been an eventful week for the Raiders. Just an overhaul, coaching staff, general manager, offensive coordinator, quarterback. So what do you know about Giants at Raiders, Harry? Well, I know both of these teams aren't very good, and particularly I would say the New York Giants are terrible this year. Shout out to Shannon Penn and also Devin Kane. They're Giants fans. Uh, what I want to see in this matchup, I want to see how Antonio Pierce, who's now the head coach, the interim head coach, is going to galvanize these guys and allow them to play at a high level. Are they going to be able to go out there and fight consistently and get a win versus a team that they're playing that's not very, very good? Here's what I know about this. I know we're going to see Saquon Barkley early, Saquon Barkley often, Saquon Barkley to close it out. If Jacks, uh, Jameer Gibbs can go for a buck 50 plus on this Raiders defense, you better believe Saquon Barkley is going to be able to do the same. Now, maybe Antonio Pierce rallies the defense a little bit. He seems like a guy that, that, that players want to play for. And Josh McDaniels didn't have that upon arrival in Vegas. And then he ran out Darren Waller and he ran out Derek Carr and nobody wanted to play for him. And now he himself is gone. So what I want to see is I want to see Daniel Jones healthy. And I want to see the Raiders make life miserable for him on the defensive end. I want to see the Raiders not let up because I will give Max Crosby a ton of credit. He was still active, still gave a damn late in that Lions loss on Monday Night Football where it was clear the offense had nothing to support the defense. That's what I want to see. Let's get let's, to the oh, next no, wait, 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 yo, wait, yo. wait. Let's, let's, let's settle down on some of that excitement there. You know, you want to see him, Max Crosby wreck. I, I, oh, yeah. Like, first of all, before you can wreck havoc in the game, let's get your, your texts and your tweets correct, all right? My text correct. No, not you, Max Crosby and the Raiders, because I don't well, know if I don't you know saw it yesterday. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 I don't know what, what you're talking about. Max what Crosby just wanted no, to see no. everybody at the game. He wanted to see it. everybody there. That's he, it. He wants to see. Need to see everybody there, right? Everyone need to see. Needed to see everyone there. I think Max Crosby. If we want to tug at this thread just for a second, I think Max Crosby. I think Max Crosby forgot that he was being recorded, and I don't know if Max Crosby, in that locker room. 
how I don't you know <laughs> you know what I mean like does he is he allowed like does he with his teammates like I don't know I don't know I truly don't know I think his teammates love him but do they love him that much I don't know if he's allowed Listen Randy I can answer this for you Yeah. I can't Oh you can't Oh clearly yeah no no I was just saying like I but again then the raiderist in the raiderist of moves in 2023 after a week where they have been the laughing stock of the NFL the Raider official account put that video out. They may they, they you know how easy it is to say, "Hey Max, we got to redo it. Re-record you got to redo it. Just redo. It's 10 seconds. It, 10 second video. That was the best take you got in 10 seconds? <laughs> Come on. All right, sorry. Can we go to the next game? Cowboys at Eagles. <laughs> All right, well, Cowboys and Eagles, the crown jewel, all due respect to Raiders and Giants in that 4 o'clock window on the East Coast. What do you know about Cowboys at Eagles, Harry? Well, what I know about the Philadelphia Eagles is that even though things don't look right all the time for this team in 2023, they still figure out a way to win. And that's a sign of a great football team. When things don't go as planned and you still figure out, okay, how to get it done. They're 7-1 for a reason. It's a reason why this team made a Super Bowl appearance a year ago. Now, Mm -hmm. what I need to see in this matchup, I want to see from Dak Prescott what I've been able to see the last two weeks. I want to see Dak Prescott throw with anticipation. I want to see him manipulate the defense with his eyes like he did last week. I also want to see Dak Prescott – uses athleticism and his legs be a big part of what the Dallas Cowboys want to do offensively. And last but not least, I want to see Dak Prescott find C.D. Lamb early and often. He's the best skill position player on that offense. Don't ignore him. Continue to give him love, the love that you've given him the last two weeks. I want to see uh, – okay, here's what I know. I know A.J. Brown is worthy of NFL MVP discussion. I know that his ascension this season has masked – couple of injuries, couple of bruises for Jalen Hurts. Uh, at, at times an explosive but also inconsistent ground game. A.J. Brown has been the most valuable player on the Philadelphia Eagles, and he might be the most valuable player in the, the entirety of the NFC. That's what I know. What I want to see is how Dallas defends against him because Brown is going to see some different guys compared to his first season with the Eagles in 2022, at least in that Dallas secondary. There's no Trayvon Diggs, sure, but the non-Diggs defenders – have fared well against him. They've been ball hawks, sort of picking up where Diggs left off. But in his first season, in two games, he had 170 yards and a touchdown. So it's not like they've bottled him up and he's better. A.J. Brown is better this season. So what I want to see is how Dallas defends specifically against A.J. Brown. Let's get to the nightcap on a Sunday night. Bills at Bengals. This one at Cincinnati. Again, this is the site of what happened with DeMar Hamlin in uh, Week 17. He's back. He's healthy. So we can play some football here. Bills at Bengals. What do we know, Harry? I know that Joe Burrow is back. Ladies and gentlemen, he's coming. Pause. He is coming hard, too. Pause, <laughs> Pause. again. Joe Burrow is ready to play football, ladies and gentlemen. He's ready to move forward, and he's trying to take the Cincinnati Bengals to the promised land. What's the promised land? A Super Bowl. Try to bring Cincinnati a Super Bowl ring, a trophy home to those people up in the north. So let me say this. What I need to see in this matchup, though, I want to see how Josh Allen's shoulder is going to hold up. Mm. He's had some soreness, dinged it up in the last matchup that he had. So I want to see if this shoulder is going to be okay. 
or if it's going to be bothering Josh Allen and also hamper some of the things that he wants to do from a rushing standpoint. Here's what I know. I know I know just what you do, that Cincinnati is for real, Cincinnati is back, and their extended preseason is over. Joe Burrow is healthy. When they give him time, when he has two and a half seconds to pass the football, Joe Burrow is electric. He has the highest completion rate, NFL best six touchdown passes on plays where he has 2.5 seconds to throw. That's his own ability to extend a play. Now that the calf is healthy, it's also the offensive line keeping him upright. Here's what I want to see. I want to see what you do when you know what's coming. And I mean that from a defensive side of the football. No pause. No pause on that. I know that, and you know, that Stephon Diggs is going to be targeted and Jamar Chase is going to be targeted. Matter of fact, since Jamar Chase was a squeaky wheel saying he's always open, he's gotten 40% of his team's targets. Forty. That is an astronomical number for one man. So you know what's coming. How can you stop it? Randy, hold on for a minute because yeah, right. my earphones went out when you started. You, what do you mm-hmm. want to see again? My I, apologies. What I want to see is when you know what's coming. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> How does the defense stop it? That's what I want to know. Maybe an emphasis on stop it. Something it's tells Harry, me that his headphones were working perfectly fine. I think mighty probably were. It's Harry Douglas. It's Randy Scott. Or it's Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. What's the biggest event in your life that has disappointed you the most? The, the Dr. Pepper call in the line has been fruitful. It is open. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. We want non-sports. Freddie and Harry, ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I mean, we got Joe on the show? What? This is decades old, this song. That can't be, that can't be true. That can't be true. I worked at a car dealership. I worked at Mike Pallone Nissan, Springfield, Virginia. And we had a boss named Cliff. I'm not going to say his last name, but he used to, he had moonshine access. And Cliff used to play this music, like 2000 R&B, and used to just invite us 
demand us to stick around. If we had a good sale Saturday, we knew that we had to stay an extra hour. And then we were like, and then Cliff lived like way out in Maryland, and he'd hit the road just sauced at just a reckless, reckless I lo- person. I love moonshine. Moonshine is underrated, man. And you mix it. Like, he, uh, he had a system. Did you? Would you ever mix? I mean, I had to. It tastes like nail polish. <laughs> well, I, I went to school in Kentucky, so like moonshine oh, was like okay. big there. All right. Yeah, no, it was a man. It was a it was a, it was a time, but that's the last time I heard that song. Freddie and Harry, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel eighty. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Randy Scott. In for Freddie Coleman. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And a reminder: you join in this Dr Pepper call in line conversation eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six because one of these games, these massive games in a massive week in the NFL, will disappoint. So, what's the biggest event that has disappointed you the most in your life? <laughs> Will, Will in Georgia is up first. Uh, Will, you are on ESPN Radio. What's going on, Will? Hey guys. Hey Harry. Uh, at one C four, we're going to get hokies this weekend. But that's um, right, baby. My, my disappoint. My, my disappointment. Uh, my wedding, nineteen ninety two. The one decision that I got to make was what? What else did you want to eat at the wedding? And I wanted them uh, barbecue meatballs, right? So we had barbecue meatballs, and we had the massive pictures after the ceremony and we're waiting for the reception and i show up at the reception and my wife's best friend's husband's ate all the damn meatballs and, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a hungry hungry hippo to that, me i'm saying like that's that i wonder you know what we're paying ahead there i mean that's the whole pay by the person thing about a wedding uh is enough to make you not have a wedding uh what about jimani in Miami, Jamani in Miami. This is so open ended. I'm. You have piqued mm-hmm. our curiosity, Jamani. You're on ESPN Radio. All right. So the other day, my wife, she's out with her girls at her girls' house. So I'm like, well, let me go ahead to the gentlemen's club and chill out, you know, and have a cocktail. So I'm up in there, and I get this text from her, and it says, "I love you so much, babe." And she put like the heart and everything. And I'm like, wow, my wife will never talk like that, right? So I, I leave the club. I just shoot my drink down. I run out the club. I'm going home, and I'm like, yes. She was with her girls tonight. They talked about how lucky she is, and that's right. She finally realized it. Mm-hmm. So I get home. I walk in with the biggest smile, and I see her. She's with our daughters doing her hair. And I'm like, hey, I got your text. And she's like, what? And I'm confused. So then she looks at her phone, and she reads, and she says, I didn't write that. Your daughter wrote that. <laughs> I never felt I never and, – and my daughter just laughs because she's like, got you. I've never been so high and so low within the first five oh. minutes of my life. Oh, hey, man. My, my boy Jamani got that text. He went down in that drink. Boy, I got to get home. It's going to be a great night. Jamani <laughs> <laughs> in Miami. That's one of the best ones we've had all night. Because we are sort of inviting, right, like negative stories, the kind of downer stories, talking about disappointment or whatever. That was, a light, that was a lighthearted one. That was a fun, that was a fun it's fun, one. It's funny, though. It's funny. It was funny. On a love Friday. Uh, what about Joe in Ohio? Joe, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey guys, uh, so we had a gender reveal for my firstborn uh, five and a half years ago, so we get the cake. We're all excited. I wanted a boy. I want to play football. I want to teach baseball. I want to do all those things. We're all excited. We cut through the cake, blue icing. I immediately start crying. I'm so happy. Then I get handed an envelope saying, we're sorry, we screwed up. It's a girl. 
Whoa, what? <laughs> if you got time to print out the envelope, you got time to redo the cake. Oh, man. That is her. <laughs> oh, okay. You talk about the, the, the gist of emotions, raw emotions. You talk about the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows. But I, let, me, let me say this, though. Yeah. At that moment, though, all you wish for is a healthy baby, my man. Mm-hmm. And you you was able to get a baby girl, mm-hmm. and that was your firstborn. Trust me, you have no worry the rest of your life because you have a daughter. I know what that feeling's like. You know, them little boys, they get married. They say to hell with daddy. Them little girls, they're never going to forget daddy. So yeah. shout out to your yeah. daughter. She's going to always love you, boss. No, that's in my house that, you know, I, I blessed. Three healthy kids, knock on wood, two boys and a girl. And uh, Emma is my Emma's my favorite, uh, but that's all right. We're not supposed to have favorites, but Emma's my Emma's my favorite. Well, everybody says that, but in actual reality, no, yeah. parents do have favorites. Yeah, well, you have your most challenging child, yes, and then you have your least challenging child. And the key is like, you love the challenging child, you just have to love them through the challenges. And man, when they get through it, you, that makes you know the good stuff even even better. But Lord, those challenges are tough. Um, Ken and Virginia, hey, let's go back. Virginia's been representing, man. We've been doing, doing pretty well in the Commonwealth. Of Virginia, let's get area. let's get to Ken in Virginia. Ken, you're on ESPN Radio. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's what's good, good, good. Ken? Yeah, junior high dance. I finally got to go. Got mom and daddy permission. I worked all two weeks. Got decked out a little bit. Turn around, seen the prettiest girl. Of course, she was she was a cheerleader and everything, and I didn't know she was dating anybody or anything. And turn around, God grabbed me and by my shoulder and. Ken, Ken in Virginia got you know a little salty, a little sa- It was just it was a fresh, it brought, it's a it fresh brought, wound. Ken, it brought back memories. <laughs> those those memories got real. Those memories got real. This is what <laughs> this is the, the hey. This is what the environment we foster on ESPN Radio. You know, we're just hanging out, just having a conversation. And Ken got a little too loose with it, and that's okay. It's it quite all right. Real fucking. <laughs> Ken, Ken said, I'll beat him up right now. That's to this day, it. I'll put my hands on On sight, said Ken. Uh, it is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman. This one is going to be near and dear, I think, to one of our hearts. Let's get to Mike in Louisville. Mike, you're on ESPN Radio. Mike, you there? Yeah, there we go, Mike. You're on. All right, next time. No, Mike was going to talk about Louisville. No. All right. But Mike, Mike got to understand when we come to him, you got to be ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I thought we heard that in plenty of songs. Stay ready, Mike, so you don't have to get ready. I was waiting to hear what you had to say from Louisville. From Louisville. Could be anything, right? It could have been that night in, in Piscataway, New Jersey, where the kicker did the Ooh, thing. Did the you thing. Dirty, you dirty dog. It could you. be anything. It, I'm just saying it could be It could be anything. Um, I want to go back to uh, Mike Pallone Nissan real quick because I want to tell you all why I got fired at Mike Pallone Nissan. I got fired in the summer of 2001, uh, there was an online listing for a Nissan Sentra. It was a year old, right? A year old. Low miles online. couple comes in. I run out. They're up for grabs. So I first one out there, and they are hard of hearing. 
they are deaf. They are a deaf couple. And so I say, no problem. I don't know sign language, but I have a notepad. We communicate that way. Do the full test drive, the full deal, come back, agree on a price. I've got a sale. It's a used car. It's going to make me some money. I'm good to go. Things are slowing down. Recession's starting to set in. Okay, we need it. Dealership needs it. All good. They go in, credit's approved, come out, sign the contract, except we don't sign it yet because i got to write the exact mileage down on this thing. That's the state of Virginia, Commonwealth of Virginia, exact mileage. Go out to the car. It's a year old. The listing said it was 2,000 miles. Say, great. Go out there. It's like 2,200. No big deal. But there's a little letter. There's a little letter, A, little letter A on this digital, digital odometer. And I realize, oh, that is the trip odometer. So I have to get the total odometer. I press it, press it. 36,000 miles on this year old car. 36,000 miles. I take it inside. I know for a fact that this couple uh, was very keen on the fact that it's low miles. And I go inside, I go to the general manager, I'm like, hey, we got to change the price. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, we got to change it. It's 36,000 miles. They think it's 2,200. He looks at me dead in my face, and he goes, you don't have to tell them. I said, what? And he said, if they sign it, they sign it. You just write it on the contract. You do not have to tell them that it's 36,000 miles on that car instead of 2,200. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, I know what the right thing to do is. He goes, can't we need do that. This. Can't go, do that. And he goes, we need this. You need this. Basically, he's like, you have sucked all summer. Like, you are not selling. You need this. I'm like, I'm like, Cliff, I got to do it. I went over, sat down, told him. They yelled. We wrote down new prices, new prices. He's yelling at me full volume because it's just us in the, in the sales floor. He's like, this is coming out of your paycheck. It's your this. It's your backside. It's your blah, blah, blah. New price. They drive away with the car. I was fired the next week because I didn't, I didn't have what it takes. Didn't have what it takes to work at this dealership. So that well, was, a, that was when I was disappointed. That's one of the times I was disappointed. Not the first time or the last time I've been fired, but... It was one of the times I was disappointed. What a terrible boss you had. That was tough, man. I know. And it, that was that was our, that was the guy. That was the guy who would who would have the the moonshine and the rally, you know, rally the troop meetings and all that stuff. Like sales is a different beast. When you're in competitive sales and you're real young, I think it probably guys lend into it too. Like you, there's a sort of like win by any cost thing. And man, that was just not a price I was willing uh, willing to pay in 2000. But look at you now. You're thriving, right? Spike Lee made a movie about do the right thing. You did the right thing, Randy. I appreciate well, that. That was a the sales man. Sales is tough. I shout out anybody who does it the right way. Cause Speak, speaking of tough. Spike Lee and do the right thing, how are the yeah, Knicks man. doing? Are the Knicks good? Are the Knicks 500 right now? I, Shannon, are probably the, not. How are the Knicks doing, Shannon? They're probably, I think they're two and three. They'll get there. The, are you a Knicks? A lot, lot of season left. Lot are of season we rooting left. for the Knicks this year, Shannon? Here or is we go. That, they're two, they're two, two and three. Fans. They're two and three. Yeah. Got two off, and three. off to a little bit of a rocky start, but yeah. you know, Julius Randle has not been the same. He's coming <laughs> off ankle surgery in the off season, so he probably spent that time rehabbing. Jalen Brunson, you know, he's been off to okay, <laughs> okay start, you know, on and off. And, oh, you know well, what? Mark, just wait a second now. All, all I asked, are they over 500? I didn't ask you to give us analysis about the damn Knicks. <laughs> They're two well, and I, three. I asked, were they 500? <laughs> They're two and three right now. How are the Hawks doing, by the way? Hey, the Hawks are above five. Actually, I think we're the fourth or fifth best team in the conference right now. In the East, baby. <laughs> Nobody's the Wizards. At least nobody is the Wizards but the Wizards. Did you see Jordan Poole go off the backboard alley-oop? To Kyle Kuzma down 20 in the fourth quarter? Well, no shot, in his oh. opinion, is a bad shot, which None is bad in itself. None of them. We're going to take a shot at picking, winning football games. Harry Douglas, Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman. It's Freddie and Harry, our ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge, week nine on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It's Love Friday on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We we had a lot of people today calling about middle school, yeah. high school. Yeah. There's some old wounds, man. 
never quite healed. ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas just helping to help, helping guide the hurt callers through their Friday. Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman. You can join the conversation the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Of course, in honor of this massive weekend in the uh, NFL, we've been talking about the biggest event in your life that disappointed you the most and uh, bonus points for non-sports stories but we are getting back to it back to sports it is time to pick some winners this is a challenge challenge this is espn radio's pick em challenge oh it sure is devin you want to start with the first game of the first game of the day I don't have the sounder, Germany, but Dolphins no, no, no. cheese. But that's what let's. <laughs> the line is one and a half for Kansas City. One and a half for Kansas City, a Chiefs team that looked awful last week. It's uh, quarterback had the flu and then had to fly transatlantic and go to cold weather to Germany and take on the Dolphins. Let's start with you, Harry. Who are you picking? I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this one. I know a lot of people think the Chiefs are going to have a massive game, especially coming off a loss to the Denver Broncos. But I think also the Miami Dolphins, they feel some type of way that people feel like they that they can't beat a, you know, a top team in the National Football League as well. So I'm going to go with them in this one. I think Tyreek Hill has a massive day against his former team. Tyreek Hill, massive day in the Dolphins cover. Devin, what do you think? I might be a hater, but I need to see the Dolphins beat a good team before I'm willing to say they can beat a good team. Give me the Chiefs. Mm, okay. Okay, but sometimes you got to be ahead of the curve on it, and you just you just pick it. Okay, but we got one for the Chiefs, we got one for the Dolphins. What about you, Shannon? You know what? I want to I want to take the Dolphins. A new story, I like new, but the Chiefs are still king right now. So give me the Chiefs one and a half. They are. They're still king this year. Still king until somebody beat them. To beat a man, you got to beat the man. Mark Baltimore Ravens Rick, look good. That's what Ric Flair said, right? To beat mm, a man, you got to beat the man. That's true. That's true. He's having a hard time holding these alligators down. All right, Mark, you're up. All right, um, I'm going to go Chiefs here. I want to see the Dolphins beat a good team like Devin said. I know Mahomes isn't playing like super well yeah. this year, but until the Dolphins beat a good team, I, I can't pick. I'm going Chiefs. All right, so it's it, it, the pick is Chiefs, right? It's a majority rule. It's 3-2 to because it is 2. I'm going with the Dolphins. I feel like the Chiefs are reeling. I feel like the Dolphins are better defensively. Obviously, since uh, Jalen Ramsey got healthy, he was impactful right away uh, against New England, and I know Kansas City is better than New England. I know most teams are better than New England. But I think Miami, at least tomorrow morning, is better than Kansas City. I think they win outright. Let's get to the next game. Seahawks at Ravens. Seahawks at Ravens in Baltimore, where Baltimore, Harry Douglas, is favored by six points. Is a lot of points for a Seahawks offense that has a pulse. Who are you picking? Yeah, I'm going Baltimore in this one. we got to remember, that's going to be a 1 p.m. start Eastern time. That's 10 a.m. West Coast time for the Seattle Seahawks. I think that's going to be tough. Um, also, I look at the Baltimore Ravens defense. Lamar Jackson is healthy. He's ready to thrive. And Lamar doesn't lose against NFC opponents. So I'm going with the Ravens in this one. All right, let's continue around the horn, so to speak. Devin, what's your pick? You know what? Six is a lot of points. Lamar Jackson, I think he's 17-1 against NFC opponents. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that doesn't factor in the spread. But I think the Ravens are going to be able to pull it out. I'm with Harry. All right, so we got that's uh, laying a full touchdown. Now, you are at home, and everything that Harry said is true, right? 10 a.m. body clock for the Seahawks. What about you, Shannon? Uh, six is a lot of points. Give me the Seahawks. Okay. All right, Mark, what about you? 
So I'm going Ravens here for everything Devin said. Don't want to take the time to repeat it. All right. All right. I will also go Baltimore. So that's four to one. So the pick for the show is Baltimore. Let's get to the final game. Cowboys at Eagles. Three points. So essentially a pick them because this one's in Philadelphia, but the Eagles are laying the three. Harry, what do you got? I'm going with the Eagles. I think the physicality in that run game, they're going to run right at Michael Parsons. They're going to force the Dallas Cowboys defense to stop the run. And if they cannot do that, then the time of possession is going to dictate everything that goes on in that matchup. So I'm going to Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah. All right, what about you, Devin? I think this is going to be a close game, and because of that, I'm going to want the insurance of that three extra points. Give me the Cowboys. Oh, oh, all right. Shannon, what about you? Ooh, Dev, I love that pick. To borrow uh, Lee Corso, not so fast, not my friend. So- Give me the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's two for the Eagles, one for the Cowboys, Mark. All right, this is going to be a really good game, really close game. I think this is going to be a statement game for the Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Oh, so I get the tie break? We're laying the yes, points, sir. baby. Fly, Eagles, fly. The, 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 the Cowboys are not as good as they showed last week. They're high on their own supply. The Eagles are going to bring them down to earth. I like the Eagles in Philly. Guys, this has been so much fun. I'm back uh, the day after Thanksgiving, so I don't know who's working that day, but I'll be here. Harry, thanks for letting me hang, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, this has been Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Up next, it's Amber and Ian. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.